0: And so you're the center of this whole thing. You've got to be the one who's strong enough to reach out and to risk.
1: That's Leonardo Buscaglia. And this is the Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to The Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I'm your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Wednesday. Appreciate you tuning in. So today we have Leo Buscaya back on the show to talk about intimacy, but in his truly unique fashion. Here's Leo Buscaya. Enjoy.
0: Well, the first thing we need before we can be intimate and embrace someone else is to embrace ourselves. You know, if I had one single wish in all this world, if someone told me I could have one thing, my wish without a moment's hesitation would be that you could put your arms around yourself and say, you may be all fouled up, but you're all I've got. And you are more potential than you are actuality. Everyone in this room is unique. You are a combination of forces that have never existed before and have never and will never exist again. There will never be another you. That means the way you are right now, and then it means all that vastness of you that is yet to be discovered. Like a forever opening rose. You're only just beginning. The wonder and the unlimited wonder of every one of you. If that doesn't give you a sense of responsibility, realizing that you have something that without you, the world will never know, and that's the truth. There is no one in this world that is insignificant. How can we push them aside How can we dare ignore them? How can we risk not developing them? I don't know if I've ever told this audience this story, but it's meant a lot to me all of my life. We were asked, several educators, to form a brain bank. What an insulting term. A brain bank. And we went to New York and we sat around and we were supposed to toss around the future of education in the United States. If it depended on the brains there, we're doomed. And all of us great brains were asked to prepare great scholarly papers. And I don't know about you when's the last time you've heard a scholarly paper, but I never want to hear another one. I've got scholarly papers up to here. To me, they're beautiful means of disguising your ignorance. If you can't say it simply, if you can't say it in a succinct paragraph, don't bother. And so we sat there while, like 12 of us, while they read these papers, these endless papers, Everyone more scholarly than the previous one. Anyway, I sat there until I couldn't take it any longer. And all of a sudden I got up and I just (laughs) wandered off. And I went down by the river and I was walking along and I saw a marvelous little old man. And he was missing teeth and and he was eating a piece of bread and a piece of cheese. And he had a little bottle of really cheap California wine. And you're always my friend if you have a California wine. And, and, and there he was all by himself, just really basking in this little ray of sunlight. And I passed and he gave me the nicest, warmest human smile. And I smiled back at him and he said, uh, uh, how are you son? You know, well, anyone that calls me son is also my friend. <laughs> he had two, two, you know, we were almost at second base. And I sat down with him, we started talking, and I've never seen a man so full of magic. He was dirty. He was drinking out of a bottle. His shoes had holes in the bottom. He wasn't what we would have called a success. But I looked at his eyes and I saw something there I haven't seen for a long time. I can't even give a name to it. And I said, you look like you have a secret of life. And I'm really curious about people's secret of life. And he says, oh, indeed, I do, son. And I said, well, you tell it to me. He said, oh, it's very simple. He said, the secret of life is always keep your mind full and your bowels empty. <laughs> now, that's brilliance. That's Scholarly. It occurred to me that in the United States today, the converse is mostly true. (laughs) But you know, the big thing, as far as I can see, is that you get back to the point where you respect yourself because that's where it's possible to start respecting others. If you appreciate your joy, you're going to help others to be joyful. If you understand your tenderness and your need for tenderness, you're going to allow others that need. If you understand your need to know, you're going to allow others their need to know. And if you respect your freedom, you're going to allow others theirs. But it's got to come from you first. And so you're the center of this whole thing. You've got to be the one who's strong enough to reach out and to risk. That's where it's going to happen. You know, it always amuses me when we talk about them. We're always blaming everything on them. Who the hell is this them? I have news for you. You're them. Why don't they say good morning? Nobody on this campus says good morning to me. Well, to whom do you say good morning? Nobody does nice things for me. Well, to whom do you do nice things? You're the them. If everybody in this audience decided that tomorrow they were going to do something special for somebody and not let even the person know what they did, a flower in front of their door, a little note saying, you're beautiful, I love you. Make a long distance call in the middle of the night. <laughs> Shake them up. Dad, I've got news for you. And I'm sober. I really love you. Are you crazy? (laughs) Of course that's gonna be the response. But how nice. Be crazy. You know, it's sameness that brings us together, but it's our differences that keep us together and that keep life going and exciting. And then intimacy grows through shared experiences of beauty and of joy and of pain. Yes, beauty and joy and pain. One of my teachers said to me in Asia, Leo, every time you feel pain, don't just experience it. Right on the spot, sit right down and say, what is there for me to learn from this pain besides just experiencing it? Try it next time. The pain disappears, and in its place is new learning. We are a culture that doesn't want to suffer. That's why we, we literally swallow, and this is fact, billions of tons of aspirin in america every day to get rid of headaches which we've brought upon ourselves being human amazing
1: Big thanks to the late Leo Busskaya for stopping by. Now, I got this clip from chapter seven of the ultimate Leo Buscaya library, which you can go and pick up on audible.com. And if you want to hear more of Leo, you can go back and check out episode 111. That's the last time we had him on the show. And a lot of listeners seem to really like that one. So, Go back and check that one out. And if you'd like to dig further into his work, you can visit his website, leobuscalia.org. And that is a wrap for me. When you get a chance, please follow the show on Spotify podcast, share it, or subscribe on your favorite podcast player app. And I will see you back here Friday. So until then, stay strong. Later.